0: Great to be with you once again for the moments that mattered on a big big weekend it is indigenous round here in the hungry jacks mbl but let's start with what we just witnessed eric rucker the grand final rematch between
1: sydney and new zealand and it delivered it delivered big time jack and at first i was a little bit concerned it looked like sydney were going to be able to get away and turn this thing into a route But full credit to New Zealand, who found a way to fight back. And they did that through Anthony Lamb and and Parker Jackson Cartwright. Those two guys brought him back, and realistically, One could make the case, New Zealand left food on the table. Yeah, well, let's talk about that because we often highlight the moments that mattered
0: on this show. That's what
1: it's called after all. New Zealand had a couple of really good opportunities late in the game. And a bit of confusing strategy down the stretch. I'm not sure why Anthony Lamb chose to miss that second free throw. And of course, I thought Jackson Cartwright probably should have attacked the paint earlier and tried to make a play at the rim or either create some pass and kick options for his teammates. But they can take merit. They had a very good weekend, and they came in here and played a really good Sydney Kings team all the way down to the wire.
0: Let's talk about Anthony Lamb before we get to the Kings. Career high game for him here in the Hungry Jacks NBL. He looks to be the player that they told us all about when
1: they signed him. He's been very solid, and I saw someone Uh, a couple of weeks ago, who have been watching his development and his growth. He is an ideal fit for not only the New Zealand Breakers, but for this league, where we really like perimeter players to get out there and make plays. He's got a body on him, he can shoot the three, and he's really intelligent. So the Breakers, 10 out of 10 on that acquisition. Did the Kings win it, or did they pinch it? (laughs) I think they pinched it. There was a little bit of luck, but you need that from time to time, Jack. But look, they set themselves up in the first half to win the game, and then they were able to hold on. We go to Perth, where I was
0: last night against the Adelaide 36ers. I think we can comfortably say that Bryce is back. Not only for what he gave that team offensively,
1: I think more importantly, Ruck, is that Bryce had the look in the eye back. He did, and you could see after hook, he hit a couple of shots, he was into it. You know, willing the crowd to come and engage with him. And he had a little bit of venom about him again. You know, everyone, of course, we love Bryce. We know that he's a really nice guy, but he's a competitor. He's got some dog in him. And we saw that dog resurrect itself last night. Outstanding performance. Perth were desperate. Mm. But, Jack... It wasn't a good basketball game. It was an exciting (laughs) basketball game, but the purist in me was cringing all night. But here we are. You got to get that win if you're Perth, and they did.
0: And I think we've got to give credit where credit's due. We and everyone else have been very critical of the Wildcats in the last few weeks. Mm. Their subbing patterns were better. They played Jesse Wagstaff and gave him an opportunity. They started Hiram Harris. They gave Alex Saar some extra minutes. And there were also some other decisions, Ruck, which would have been difficult. One was Jordan Usher coming off the bench, and the other was, You've got to say, very limited minutes for Corey and Ty Webster.
1: Yeah, and between Corey and Ty and however much value you want to put on the plus-minus stat, in their limited time on court, they were a 24, so they need to fix that up ASAP. Jordan Usher coming off the bench, that's a big move by John, really. But he got the desired results. Usher was very good. 17 points in about 21 minutes. Still some handling things and some emotional things that I would like to see improve. But overall, his impact on the game was high, and it was positive.
0: So while we're on a roll, they play Melbourne tomorrow night at John Kane Arena, Melbourne Cup Eve. It's always one of the biggest games in the regular season. Mm -hmm. What needs to happen
1: for Perth to win that game tomorrow night? They've got to defend and they have to rebound the basketball and be prepared for the level of defensive intensity that Melbourne are going to bring. You've got to execute your offense, and I don't think they can win that game without Bryce going for at least 25. Would you have Jordan Asher coming off the bench again? I'd keep it exactly as it is, go with this lineup. Doolittle needs to play better. I think he's still learning about the league, learning about his teammates, but I think there's some growth in that Perth team. Whether that growth will occur, from Friday night to tomorrow. I doubt it. Want to get your
0: thoughts here on the MVP race. It, It is starting to hot up and there's been a lot of discussion. There's been some leading candidates. I think it's fair to say right now that Alan Williams is one of the leading candidates. Had another massive afternoon for Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. He told us all that he was going to win the MVP and right now he's up there.
1: Yeah, he had a little slip up in Brisbane the other night. Got in foul trouble, got over emotional, but we saw what he's about this afternoon, he is an outstanding basketball player, probably the first or second best big in the league, depending on which night you see the games. Yeah. But look, that Southeast Melbourne team is cooking. They had a they had a tough game up in Brisbane, but they've won now five of their last six games. They beat a very good Cans team this afternoon. And now you've got to make a serious case for a deep run for that team and a serious MVP contender in Allen Williams.
0: Is he the clear MVP candidate in your mind? Who have you
1: got? Right. If I put you on the spot, which I am. Yeah. What does it look like? I still think Mitch Creek is ahead, but he's struggling down the final two hundred, and here comes Williams. That's a little <laughs> that's a little Melbourne Cup reference as we come into <laughs> Cup Week. I look at you with your horse racing Thank analogies. You. So that's the MVP race. The other is the most
0: improved race. I, I think that's mm. wide open right now. Can we show a little love to Tyrell Harrison and and his opportunity to be in that conversation for Most
1: Improved? Yeah, and a lot of people have said I was a little bit uh, dramatic and overambitious in my analysis and evaluation of Tyrell Harrison. But if you look at his numbers over the past three to four seasons, when he's in that Bullets lineup, that team performed significantly better. He's had one of the best net ratings in the Bullets over the past five seasons, And Jack, he's still only 24. If you have a 7'1", 7'2", guy like that that shows that type of talent, you better hold on to him. I thought in the off-season, given his injuries, I probably would have gone for GAC if I was the Brisbane Bullets. But right now, it's paying dividends that they showed loyalty to Tyrell Harrison. 20 points on 87% last night and a tough loss down in Tasmania. I
0: know there'll be Lawarra fans who watch this show and say, you're always on our case, you're always against us. Mm. Uh, to be honest, it's hard not to be when we're seeing some of the stuff that we're seeing
1: this season. It's been poor, and I thought it's just a lack of fight, lack of cohesion, and kind of identity and agenda as a team. And I'm not really going to go into depth, I'm just going to leave it at that, because sometimes you just got to let people figure <laughs> out their own problems once you've given them some advice. Is the season done? Oh, they're cooked. It's a wrap. What are they going to do? Well, clearly not make the play-in series. Well, you got to look at changing players. There, there, there has to be a traumatic change right now to get this thing going in the right direction. What they've done over the first 8, 9, 10 games is clearly not up to scratch. Yep. Um, so, I, you know, I think something has to be done. Thumbs up and thumbs down Mm. in just a moment. Before we get there, one
0: of the most contentious things that's been discussed in the last two weeks has been the foul counts. There's been some numbers starting to fly around about records in terms of fouls per game. You're the player amongst us here. Your opinion matters certainly more than most. What's going on? Are our officials over-officious? Do the players need to adjust or is it a little
1: bit of everything? Well, I think it's weighted. 75% players need to adjust. 25% officials need to be better. Now, the Brisbane game was wild on Thursday night. They called 53 fouls. They shot, I believe, 77 free throws. It took almost three hours and 45 minutes to play one game. That's a joke. It didn't take that long. (laughs) It felt like, watching it, (laughs) felt like it was going to go forever. But players must understand how a game's being officiated. Every crew is different. The officials are humans. They could have bad days and come in with a different attitude, a different frame of mind. You've got to understand how the officials are calling the game, not only collectively, but individually. Adjust and play basketball and stop crying so much. (laughs) Written and authorized by Derek Rucker of DRB Basketball. There's your plug. (laughs) Thumbs up and thumbs down. Who are we starting off with for thumbs up? Thumbs up, Justin Schuler and the Brisbane Bulls. Justin Schuler has resurrected that program, not only from last season, but from merely three weeks ago, Jack. They were sitting at two and four, and things were looking dire before the Perth-Tasmania road home double. And now they're sitting at five and five, I believe. They had a really good weekend. They beat Southeast Melbourne. And then Mm. they went down, and it was a a coulda won that game situation. They played Tazzy very well and probably one of the hardest places to win a basketball game. He's unlocked Tyrell Harrison. Isaac White all of a sudden now was playing well. And he showed tremendous courage with Aaron Baines. Yes. Yep. That is a big decision to sit Aaron Baines on the bench and go with the team that you've been playing with and Baines, to his credit, has, has fit in well coming back into the lineup. Nathan Sobey looks like a different person, and that's all because of Justin Schuler. And the recruits of Sam McDaniel and Mitch Norton, just character and culture guys, they, they seem to be great decisions. It's, it's, it's happening up there in Brisbane. You can see it. And uh, full credit to Justin Schuler and his coaching staff. I want to give a thumbs
0: up to Hiram Harris. Got the opportunity to go into the starting lineup for the Perth Wildcats last night against Adelaide. I love the move, to be honest, because he was exactly what Perth needed. A nuts and bolts guy who will get his hands dirty. He's not out there to get his. Mm. He's out there to get other people theirs. Offensive rebound, diving on loose balls. When the tone was there to be set early on, I thought mm. Hiram Harris, Bryce will get all the credit. Yeah. I thought Hiram Harris played a
1: massive role in that. All these championship teams need that type of player, and it doesn't mean that they don't have other skills or can't shoot the ball, that's erroneous. If you look at the Kings last year, Angus Glover did that work. If you look at Tasmania, Jack, Medve- Jack McVeigh was doing that work yeah. before he's kind of elevated his game, but now they've got Anthony Drimmick down there who can do that work. And Perth, that was absent. And Jesse Wagstaff is a guy who has traditionally do- done that for them, but his minutes have kind of waned. He's getting a little bit older. Who is gonna be that guy to come in and provide that type of work? And I think we found our, our answer. Just on that, no
0: more DMPs for Jesse as well. Even if it's five or six minutes a game, mm. he's important for Perth. Thumbs down,
1: where are you going this week? Thumbs down, I'm gonna go with the cans, tie Pans. Rough weekend. Um, and look, it's a tough road trip. You go down to New Zealand and play a hungry and desperate New Zealand team, and then you've got to back it up against a hot southeast Melbourne. It didn't go to plan. They've got to lick their wounds and figure out how they can get better. But I think Coach Adam Ford will have them revved up next weekend. I thought they looked a little bit soft defensively. But look, it's a tough weekend and, and a very tough competition, but they get my thumbs down.
0: We have to expect that, do we? Because they're young, or it's just playing below
1: a level that age doesn't matter? I didn't expect it to be that bad. They they suffered two double-digit losses, I believe, and I think that would rankle um, the pride of that of that team, and somehow Coach Adam Ford will have them coming back ready to play. But that's that's unacceptable for I believe the standard that they want to set for performances.
0: Uh, my thumbs down. I want the ball in Isaac Humphrey's hands more. I mm. just don't think he saw it enough last night. Whether that was by design or by accident, I'm not sure. Isaac Humphrey's right now is rolling. He's one of the best big men in the competition. True. Big men in the competition, I should say. It just didn't see enough of the basketball.
1: And I, certainly in the fourth quarter, Rock, I thought there was a chance to dump it down low and let the big man go to work. When they got themselves back in the game, I thought exactly as you said, that was the time to get the ball to him, put pressure on Perth's interior defense, where they have been fragile. Yeah. Perth are poor interior defensively, and they don't rebound the ball well. So it was a perfect example of being able to dictate tempo by having certain lineups out there on the court and, and not having Isaac at key points, I thought really diminished their chances of winning that game. We've got one
0: more game for round six here in the Hungry Jacks NBL. Tomorrow night, the Perth Wildcats travel to Melbourne to take on the United team that are rolling right now. Ruck, have a great week. Well, I think we're back here next Sunday, aren't we? We are. Sydney v Brisbane, and uh, thank you. We just about live at this place. Thanks for uh, watching The Moments That mattered.